for sure. Yeah. You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad, and we're jumping the Atlantic right out to the farthest point you can get in the West Coast, out onto the Iron Islands. And Pari Jacker and Shaw Agam. And thanks a million. It's great to be connecting with you. And I can see the sun is shining on the Iron Islands. And even when there's clouds it, in the sky, the sun shines on the Iron Islands. It, it is. It's currently, there are clouds all around, but there's a little patch of, of clear sky there that the sun is coming up in through. So, and, and it's sunshine. west, but yeah, yeah. It's rainy and windy, but otherwise, but Joe, you know we'll take any bit of sunshine we can get. Not as nice as Florida there now, I'd say. <laughs> a lot of people um, in my neck of the woods wouldn't have a clue who you are. Yeah. Um, and they're missing out. That's the first thing I'll say because. Um, well, thanks very much. Yeah. You know, that's, to, put, to put it in context, um, you're a native of the Iron Islands. And uh, yeah. you're from a musical family, and I understand your dad was a, a songwriter, Barry Ronan, and uh, yeah. you're, and uh, one of your um, would have been the Mary O'Malley was in uh, Sedona. Um, so there's yeah. a lot of, lot of history there, and you yourself are a bilingual <clears throat> songwriter and hit the high spots last year with a beautiful song, Making Sand. Um, yeah. What and when uh, wh- and where did you decide that music was going to be a career? Because given where you come from and by going down the bilingual route particularly, um, yeah. you, you were you were taking a risk. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So thanks very much, by the way, for, ha- for having me on. I'm delighted to be chatting to you. Um, yeah, so for me, I I was in college. I was a late starter with music, and I was in college. I I did a degree and then a PhD in computer science, actually in Galway. And I I was kind of working at that, and I was I was going I was working for a year after I finished, and I was writing songs. And um, while I was in college, I was kind of learning music to play music, and I was writing songs all the time. And just as the longer I went at it, the longer I kept doing it, I kind of kept, I just had this feeling, you know what? I'd like to put my music out there someday. Um, I don't know if it's any good. Maybe it's not. Maybe the the market, the world will tell me that it's no good. And that's fine too, because I mean, my initial, like my growl for it, my love for it was just playing and doing it, you know, being like, just being creative. I think for most people or a lot of people that do that kind of thing, it's just, it's just for the, the doing it is the, is the main thing, you know? Um, so, but anyway, I, I decided I was at a loose end of one year. I didn't have a job and I was like, I was playing in pubs and stuff. And I just said, I'll start putting out some music and I'll try and be as available for any gigs as I can. And, you know, and that's what I've been doing. And I've been working. My parents have a pub here on the island and I help out there. And um, and I'm gigging, you know, more and more every year. I'm kind of getting a bit busier all the time and making a little a bit, of, bit of money, you know, keeping going between everything. So I, I'm going to maintain it as long as I can. And um, I love it. And I feel very lucky to be able to do it at all as well, you know. And Patrick, I know you're in a um, Galway is a bilingual city officially. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's the only bilingual city in Ireland. So when you switch comfortably from English to Irish, or and you go from an English song to an Irish song, um, yeah, it's in an environment where it's it's welcomed in every respect. I think so, yeah. Um... Because it's funny, my dad, who you mentioned earlier, like he he doesn't gig now, but he still writes and stuff. But he he did what I'm doing in the early eighties, seventies and eighties. He he he, but he did a, he released a a pop rock album 
in Irish, all as Gaelge. And um, at the time, there was no Irish language TV or radio, you know, radio and stuff. So he, I think he found it a lot more difficult. Whereas for me, and particularly nowadays, our Irish, the Irish language seems to be having a bit of a resurgence. And I think people really appreciate it, whether or not they speak it or fully understand it. And, you know, I think that doesn't, that doesn't matter. People seem to like it and be interested in it. And I think, so therefore, I think my music is more accepted in that sense. I mean, I sing in English as well, but, um, I think the Irish language is just popular at the moment and that makes it a lot easier, I think, you know, when I'm playing gigs and singing in Irish and, you know, telling stories in Irish and stuff. And, um, and I try and tailor any gig to, to the crowd. I mean, if, if nobody at the gig speaks any Irish, I'm not going to sing much, that much in Irish, you know, right. I'll sing maybe a song or two and explain what it's about, but I'm not going to put, I wouldn't put them through that because it would get fairly boring fairly quickly if they don't you know if you don't understand regardless of how good the music might be but um yeah and as you said Galway being such a big town like city and with the, all the Irish speakers there from Connemara and all that it's 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 a it's a receptive place to to play to play my music and to be to be kind of building a career out of you know you mentioned the popularity and the resurgence in Irish and I know it was tremendous that uh, some major recording artists have translated their songs into Irish including. Ed Sheeran, uh, mm-hmm. and that uh, Kalash de Lurgan did a fantastic yeah. job in educating the students. Uh, and, they did, and, yeah, and, and they and, do even, yeah, 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 and popularizing the language through the use of modern songs, um, yeah, and and making it relevant. Um, your song "Making Sand," I, I understand, it's about the passage of time. Where was the the mm-hmm. driving force behind that? So yeah, it's um, I, I wrote it. I think I, I do. I do wonder a lot about where it came from. I think again, being creative, sometimes songs just come out, and um, other times I find that whenever I try and sit down to deliberately write about a topic, it tends not to be any good. So when you just when a song just comes out, it's the best way. So that's what happened with that song. I was just on the island here. It was in this time of year. It was November. My parents were gone on their annual cruise. They, they go cruising in November when all the tourists are gone. When it's quiet here. And I had the house to myself and it was stormy weather and it was about, I don't know, three in the morning. I was drinking a couple of, you know, glasses of wine or whatever. And I remember the song just came out. But I think, yeah, like I'd be kind of analyzing it after the fact. And yeah, like making sand literally means, you know, obviously stones falling into the sea off the back of the cliffs and, you know, literally making sand. But yeah, it's a, it's a metaphor really like for, yeah, it's looking at the history and culture of the islands here and the passage of time and how... These are three rocks, like the Iron Islands are three rocks in the in the Atlantic that, you know, were here long before there was any there were any of us on it on them and we'll probably be here a lot longer, you know, as well. So um it's just it was kind of an interesting look at things. And also for me, with the with that song, a big part of the meaning for me is like the islands here are made of limestone, you know, the geology, the rock the rock is limestone, which is just like the Burren in County Clare, which is across the water east of us. Um uh, so the landscape looks very similar, but to the north of us in Connemara, where my mother, where my both, well, my mother is from, and my dad's mother is from. Like dad is from the island here, the Fla- we're of Flaherty's or Flaherty, so I'd say we go back centuries on the island. But um, his mother as well was from Connemara. But the the, ro- the rock there is granite, as you may know, um, and it was just an interesting contrast for even though the, the rock of the island is limestone, like Clare, 
um, the line in the song is with with bones of burren marrow, like County Clare, we have shared blood with Connemara. So, like uh, most people on the island, including our, a lot of my family, would have migrated more from the north in Connemara. So, if if Aaron was a person, our bones would be would be of the burren, but our blood is is Connemara. I think is, is what I was saying in that in that line. But that's um, that's a kind of meaningful part for me of the song, you know, particularly. And, and I have to say, I had the pleasure of bumping into on Clare Island. Rather than the Iron Islands, although we had been out on the Iron Islands, we'd been on in a in a year uh, earlier on. Oh yeah, um, Grace, yeah, um, yeah. So I know that you also and a lot of people, particularly over COVID, but um, struggle with some mental challenges, mental health issues. Yeah, yeah. Did you find music, or did did music help you through that? Yeah, it, it it definitely did. I I didn't. I don't. I mean, I probably I haven't thought much about it in that in that way because it's funny. Someone actually asked me that recently as well. Um, I didn't really consciously think about that, but I know that writing and stuff, and even just listening to music, let alone playing it, was was very very much helped in that way. And for me, like my with my mental health, it, thankfully I'm I'm generally okay now, and I'm you know I'm on top of things and. Like I, I'm more or less, I don't even think about it much, thankfully, because I'm okay. But I did go through it, and I think I could never be have been. It could never be described to me what it's like to be anxious, that anxious, or have a panic attack. I think until I actually had it, like I it experienced it. I don't think I could ever have understood it otherwise. And I think maybe people who were lucky enough, like me, before that point, not to have experienced it, it's great. But you know, I think so many people seem to. I know many who do you know struggle with that to varying degrees and and i think i talk about it at some of my gigs because i've well i have a song written about my own experience but i i think it's not talked about maybe it's talked about more than it used to be you know there was and particularly even for men say you know be a man man up and don't you know suck it up and don't you know don't don't talk about it but i think it's good it's it's a funny thing that one of the best main cures for it is just talking now that's not for everybody, and it's not that simple. I I know, but for me, it definitely was. And so I think, you know what? It's not, it doesn't cost me anything to talk about it. I'm not embarrassed about it or anything like that. So, and I've had and people tend to mention it to me after a gig when I do talk about it and say that maybe it it helps them just to hear it. And you know, so that's why I I do talk about it. But going back to what you said about music. Yeah, music did have, a, I think, a big effect, and I wouldn't have consciously thought that at the time, but I know now it did, and 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 continues to do to keep keep me on an even keel. I think you know, but as I said, thankfully I am okay these days. You know. So, Patrick, growing up on the islands, um, everybody must know everybody. So, in one sense, it would be a very, I suppose, embracing culture. You know, when Mary McAleese mm-hmm. says it takes a, a village to rear a, a child, mm-hmm. um, yeah. You know, you have that nurturing, whereas you go into Galway City, while it's still a small city and everybody knows everybody, it can be quite uh, lonely among the crowd. But when you get up mm-hmm. to Dublin, it can be very lonely among the crowd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So would you see that being an islander, it made you maybe more open to sharing and being receptive? Um, I would say so, maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, like, and, and I don't know, there's one aspect of it is being an islander, but I think also just being rural from a rural place. I think, you know, um, 
like any small town or whatever, maybe it's similar or smaller village out in the country, I think might be might be similar or is similar as well in that way. But um, I think with the island, part of one aspect of the island in that sense that's related to that is the fact that the, here I am at the airport, the airstrip on the island, like there's only one or two ways on or off the island or in Clare Island where I met you, there was only the one, it was just the pier, the boat was the only way in and out. So you're always going to see people whether you want, if you're avoiding someone, even you might you might have to sit beside them on the boat. You know, there's no avoiding it. Like sometimes, but um, on the small in a small place like this, but um, whereas some places there might be multiple roads in and out of the place. But um, I yeah, I I guess, I guess yeah, what you're saying there, yeah, yeah, you kind of have to be conscious of yeah, even sh- yeah, sharing things and being being closer to people. You're, you're just people know each other's business to a certain degree out here and. Um, and uh, yeah, I can get fairly feel fairly small, and sometimes, and that can be annoying in some ways. But I think the the positives outweigh the the negatives overall. You know, there's a good community on on the islands here, and you know, again, like like any small place, really, you know, you're going to you have all sorts, and but I think people do kind of stick together a, li- a little bit, maybe a bit more out here, and um, we have a, you know we have a shared thing of being on the islands, but also and as well part of it, the, the the Irish language. I think that's that doesn't maybe get mentioned as much. Uh, in that sense, because it brings people together that little bit more out here, because we're in the, we're collectively part, obviously the Iron Islands and Islands, but we're part of the Gaelthacht as well, which is a small enough community. And like, you know, we, I think we feel close to people all around in the other Gaelthachts around Ireland as well. Um, there's a, that's an aspect to it as well, I think, which maybe doesn't get mentioned as much also. When you talked about that you couldn't really avoid something, what went through my head there was the Banshees of Inishir. And uh, Oh, yeah. You know, um, oh yeah, the two lads, the friends, they're not the your friend friends anymore. That's right. Yeah. And and that, yeah. <laughs> um the, the the closeness and the distance at the same time. Um Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. They captured that well, all right, in that film. <laughs> they did indeed. Yeah. Did indeed. Yeah. Um so could you see uh and do you, I'm sure you do hope. Do you have any doubts that you'll be able to stay your life and spend your life on the island, I no, I I don't. I suppose I feel like I'm I'm a little bit split at the moment. Well, not at the moment, but like I I I I spend my time between Aaron and Galway or more with my partner Kira. So we have a little. She's almost two year old now, um, and she's in a crash in Galway. So I kind of split my time from when I met Kira. We met her in Germany, but she had moved back here then, and I I looked at it when we were just kind of. Before we had our the baby Ayla, um, I I was in and out all the time. I was like living half and half, and now I have to be in Galway a little bit more. But I think I'm, I spend about two or three days a week in Ireland as well, or nights or whatever. So, um, and I just I feel like I just that will always. I think I think that'll just always be me, you know. I think I'll always, and I know there are a few, there are others like like me, you know. Um, we'll always be coming in and out to the place, and it means I'm staying in my parents' house as well half the time, but, um. <clears throat> I think they're happy enough with that as well, and I think we're we're more friends than you know anything else. But yeah, I feel I'll always be coming. I'll always be close to here. I think unless I move away, which I don't foresee, you know, no economic things might change that in the future. Who knows? But, the, but uh, I, I think I'll always be close to here. I'd lo- and the older you get, every year older I get, the more I want to be here. You know, like when I was a teenager, I wanted to be anywhere but here. But um, you know, I think yeah, I want to be here more and more. So I think I'll always be. 
close to here. It's not here. So for, for Kira, then, is it an important part? Or is, it help, it does, is it important to you that you try to pass on the Irish language, the Irish culture, and that you share it with her and you pass it on to your daughter? Yeah, it, it is important. It's not like, I'm not sure, yeah, I've, I've thought, I'm not sure what level of priority it is for me. I mean, no, it is, it is very important to me and I, and I do speak Irish to her and stuff, but if she's not grown up here, I suppose I have cousins, you know, I have cousins who grew up in Galway and, you know, their dad is from here and stuff and they speak Irish, but maybe they wouldn't use it as much. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I suppose the question is what to what degree, what lengths will I go to, out of my way to make sure that she's fluent really and I think I, I, I probably will go out of the, you know, I, will, I know I'll go out of my way I'll do anything to help her speak the language but um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I think she'll be here a lot and she'll pick it up but her parents are her, my partner's parents are German as well so she's 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 the three languages, she's hearing the three languages in the house all the time so um, maybe it means, I think babies can be slower to, to speak to talk when they've, when they're bilingual or trilingual but they end up it's better in the long run because they're picking up things in the different languages. But again, I'm not an expert on the ped, ped, pedagogy or, you know, or how all that works. But yeah, I didn't know to answer your question. Sorry. I'm probably overthinking these things, these questions. Yeah, no, it is, it's very important that, like, to me that she'll speak Irish. And I know she will. She'll pick it up at the very, at the very least, you know. We're going to wrap up and we'll share your music sharing sand with the listener. And I know I, I wouldn't want you to miss your flight. Although I know they're probably yeah, wait, they'd probably wait for you. <laughs> Yeah, it's just coming into land there now as you say that, yeah. Yeah, thanks very much, yeah, yeah. And so. uh, it's been tremendous connecting with you, and I hope we can stay in touch. Uh, and certainly if you have anything that's going on, do reach out. I'd be love, love to share it with the listener. I'd, I'd love to. Thanks very much. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I have a new album out in April as well, which is the one I'm recording at the moment. So, uh, yeah, new music for that. So, yeah, maybe we can catch up again. Indeed. At some other festival in in Ireland or Florida or in Ireland, Ottawa or wherever, wherever, some side of the Atlantic, wherever, yeah. Indeed. So th- no, thanks very much for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Fishermen have another God to fear. The 
Just making sand out here. 